Welcome to the Fearless Female Entrepreneur Podcast, where you learn how to set aside your fears and limiting beliefs and step into the entrepreneur you are meant to be. Hi there, I'm your host, Katerina Cormas, mindset and confidence coach for female entrepreneurs and your personal cheerleader to success. I teach female entrepreneurs just like you how to identify and overcome your limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome mindset, step into and ignite your confidence and unapologetically show up in your business as the fearless entrepreneur you are born to be. Each week, I share the wisdom, tips, insights, and motivation you need to overcome doubts and obstacles holding you back from success. You will walk away feeling empowered and ready to take bold action towards your goals and dreams. So if you're ready to build the life and business you dream of, let's jump in. y'all welcome to the fearless female entrepreneur podcast i am welcoming back Haley ann forster she is talking today about pinterest the magic platform so Haley um, helps online business owners master pinterest marketing so they can achieve more visibility more leads and more sales in less time. She aims to simplify and demystify Pinterest for business owners who are either having no luck marketing their business on Facebook and Instagram or not one for extroverted marketing. She calls Pinterest the introvert's marketing platform. It can be a powerhouse for promoting your business and your content and increasing your visibility. I love that introvert Introvert marketing right here. <laughs> I need that. That's why I love it. That's why I fell, fell in love and started using it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So tell us how you got into Pinterest because, um, yeah. Yeah, so it was, um, about, it was a few years ago now. I mean, I've been using Pinterest for years personally. Um, it was probably the first kind of app that I used on my phone. Like I wasn't on Facebook yet. Um, Instagram didn't even exist I'm pretty sure um, but I started using it because I like the idea of kind of having it like a, a pin board um, because I was from when I was a young child I used to keep snippets of um, and I think I mentioned this in, well, in our last uh, episode um, but I used to keep snippets of like little hacks and um, recipes and things like that and I used to keep them in a folder so this uh, for me was kind of like a digital version of that mm-hmm. um, so I was using it for years personally um, and then with my professional organizing business when I first started out in that um, I did struggle to get any traction I was kind of doing all the things that people tell you to do like writing blog posts I was attending networking events I was uh, interacting on social media and everything and I was just really struggling to get any traction so I felt as I was producing all this work and um, using up so much energy um, to, to market my business but actually I wasn't getting anywhere. So I did a little bit of research and I'd found out that people were talking a lot about Pinterest business, which I thought was really interesting because it never even crossed my mind that I could use Pinterest for my business. It was just more of a, this is where I go and and pin my recipe ideas and my my crafting activities and my party planning um, things. Um, And it intrigued me because I thought well why not give it a go I've tried everything else and nothing seems to be really working let's let's try Pinterest um so I done a lot of research I kind of dived into loads of 
online trainings and and looked at what the best of the best were doing um, and taught myself how to use Pinterest for business. And that was a good few years ago now, maybe about five, five years ago. Um, and that really switched things around for me. Um, I was no longer producing content and tumblebe tumbleweeds were, were, were going down. Um, I, was, I was getting people coming to my, my website, reading my content, getting in touch with me. Um, I made sales on uh, some of my mini products that I had on. I had like mini course and things like that on my website, um, planners, templates, um, I had people come to me for PR opportunities, so I actually ended up um, being in a book, which was lovely. Um, I got podcast interviews from it. Um, I got uh, interviews for, for YouTube channels, all those types of things. All these opportunities came just because I started to grow my presence and my visibility on Pinterest. And I'm not going to lie, it took a little bit of getting my head round and working out how to do it and finding out the best practices and such. But actually, it, that's what was the kind of the pivot point for, for that business for me. Um, I was just kind of treading water with, uh, with my social media and not really getting anywhere and getting very frustrated by it. But then by investing my time and just understanding how Pinterest worked and how I could use it to, to fuel that traffic, um, it really switched things around for me. Um, and I realized that actually I was in the minority. Um, a lot of people weren't using it. Um, and a lot of people who were using it weren't really using it very effectively. Mm -hmm. um, so that's when I decided to kind of offer my services out to people to to manage their Pinterest accounts for them. And it kind of blew up from there. It started with one or two people that were just intrigued by the fact that I'd had so much success on Pinterest, um, wanting to know how I'd done it. And then it snowballed for me now having um, my Pinterest marketing agency where I work with people um not only managing their account but coaching them how to use Pinterest as well I love that I love it yeah because it's not really a it's not really social media it's a search engine and people go to Pinterest like you search for a recipe on Pinterest or you search for workouts on Pinterest or you search for wedding whatever you know on Pinterest it's where entrepreneurs are, you know go to search for tips and um it's like kind of like a Google in a way but very targeted yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I love Pinterest so much, because people use it in a very different way. A lot of people do lump it with social media. They'll say oh, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok, and then they'll put they'll put Pinterest in there. But actually, Pinterest is more near towards the, the search engine. It is essentially a visual search engine. And I like to say it's if Google and Instagram have had a baby. Um, <laughs> kind of like that's what you would get out of it um but that I think that confusion does stop people using it because it doesn't they don't understand uh, that Pinterest is something a bit different yeah. um they just look at it and they think oh it's another social media platform I can't be bothered I've got too many other social media platforms I'm trying to manage um and that that is where I think a lot of people stumble. They, they just don't even want to add another thing to their list. Because let's be honest, as business owners, we've already got about fifty million things to We're maxed to out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it is very. It is a visual search engine. It's very much focused on SEO. 
um, and being able to to search for things and that's how people use it if you're typically on Instagram and Facebook people will go on Instagram and Facebook to kind of I suppose past time um, they might be looking for for things that might interest them like and, and click through to different things but typically they're not going there for a purpose yeah. like I usually go on uh, social media just if I've got a few minutes here or there and I'll, I'll scan for things or if I'm posting things from for my business but I go on to Pinterest like many people do thinking ah I've got a problem or I've got something I want to buy um and I need a solution for it. So I'll open up Pinterest and I will immediately search for something very targeted. Um, and that is where the difference lies. Instagram and Facebook are very kind of passive and very much social, instant gratification. Whereas Pinterest is very much about kind of solving people's problems, very targeted um, and also kind of a longer term gain as well. I think that's a great, like, um, point because Pinterest they're going and searching for it but Instagram Facebook TikTok whatever it's just by chance that the information gets to them but it might not be what they need in the moment so you put out a post on Instagram about confidence but that there might be in their mind the people that see it are more worried about finding their ideal client or whatever like it's not like it's, it's not exactly like the perfect, I mean, you could search hashtags, of course, on Instagram, but it's kind of like more by chance on Instagram, Facebook than on Pinterest. And the other piece is that if you've already created the blog post and the YouTube video, right, you're just sending traffic to it as opposed to putting it out there and it's, you know, and promoting it, but it's only seen in a matter of minutes on Facebook and Pinterest, whereas your pin driving the traffic to that blog post could last for years and years and years and people can find it over and over and over again just by searching whereas Instagram you know you promote your podcast episode once unless you're bringing it up every week it's one and done yeah yeah exactly and that's why I love Pinterest so much because it is very you don't have to be in there every single day to get the benefits from it I mean the most I get thousands of people at my website every month um, and most of that traffic comes from pins that I made two or three years ago. Like it, it just it builds up over time. And I think that I can't remember the exact numbers, but yeah, the lifespan of an of a, uh, Instagram post or a Facebook post at the most, the algorithm might show them up in people's news feeds maybe one two days later. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Pinterest, it's on there infinitely for, for people to, to search and find. And if it is irrelevant to their search terms, people can still find it and people can still click through. Because essentially how it works is that if you've got a URL, so that URL could point to anything like a, a blog post or a sales page, a lead magnet, as you say, YouTube videos, podcast episodes, any content that you produce for your business, um, and it's got a URL, you can add that to Pinterest. Um, you would attach a visual image to it. Um, and I always say to, to kind of target that as well towards um, the, the content. Don't just put a random stock image on there. Make sure <laughs> that you have, because uh, the, the amount of pins I see that are just so incredibly random and you don't know what they're pointing to. Um, it's it's a visual site. People look at the visual before they look at the words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you want an eye catch an image to go with that URL because 
otherwise it, it'll just get lost in the sea of pins because there's so many so much content that goes out there every day mm-hmm. um but you would attach that image to the url then you would add that to pinterest um and then build a strategy around about how often you're sharing and everything like that and that's kind of going into specifics but essentially you want to keep adding your content to pinterest mm-hmm. over time um and you can add the same url multiple times um just by creating multiple images and you will get that consistent traffic through yeah. to your website and i was just saying to you before we clicked record on this is that um because i've been so busy i've actually not touched my pinterest account for maybe about four months which is very bad of me um <laughs> but looking at my analytics i'm still getting thousands of people to my website and i've not even touched my account I've sometimes occasionally log in when I'm trying to search for things but I haven't pinned any of my content and I haven't um, saved or repinned anything um, in months and I'm still getting that traffic through but I must stress and I'm saying this now but that is not how I would recommend to set up yeah exactly don't just put a pin on and walk away you need to be consistent consistently pinning on it well but, and I think that brings up a good point because as you said, you've been doing it for years. So in the Pinterest system, your pins have been pinned over and over and over again for years. So even when you walked away, right, even if a life event happened, if you'd been doing it for so long, like you had talked about mine, which I hadn't touched in six months and how I'm still kind of ranking high on Pinterest um, and still getting a lot of views and clicks on Pinterest. It's, it's because I also spent like three or four years creating pins over and over and over and over again, um, which is the magic of it. Cause Instagram and Facebook, if you disappear for six months, <laughs> they no longer deem you important and none of your stuff, it's like starting over again with your pins, with your uh, posts and your, you know, your stories and stuff, because, you know, you've kind of, you weren't deemed as important because you weren't posting consistently and people weren't engaging. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if you put that work up front and really build a solid account with good, strong SEO, like you see, you could, like, I, I was uh, poorly last year and I took some time out of my work, but I was still getting people coming to my website and, and, and uh, getting in contact. And that, that would just, it, it ends up being where it kind of just works for itself, which is so lovely to have because I think the, the problem with social media is that kind of need to be so consistently present yeah. and you can be consistently present on Pinterest but not actually physically be present if you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. I, with Facebook and Instagram I need to be posting every single day I need to be on stories I need to be doing IGTVs I need to be doing Facebook lives in a group I need to be uh doing all these multiple different things to keep myself relevant on there so people see my content in their news feeds however with Pinterest yes you need to be I mean to to give you an example um, with um, my clients accounts I typically spend maybe about one to two hours on their account every week Mm-hmm. um which you may think oh, that sounds a lot but when you add up how much time you probably spend on instagram and facebook so one to two hours a week and then i have pinned two weeks worth of content in pinterest so they're actively showing up mm-hmm. every single day with 20 to 30 pins mm-hmm. every day on pinterest by just doing that one to two hours work so i could i can go in 
every week, one to two hours, and I don't need to go back in till the following week for another one to two hours, yet I've still been showing up. Yeah. So that's kind of, I always look at kind of a, um, kind of how much effort you put in and how much you get back. Yeah. And for me, I can put in considerably less effort into Pinterest versus what I do with the social media platforms. But I mean, it's second to none how much you get back. The majority of my clients, including myself, is is about 80 percent of their traffic comes from Pinterest. Yeah. Um, and the remaining twenty, I mean, my my personal one is actually ninety eight percent traffic coming from Pinterest. Wow. But that's because I'm so active on uh, Pinterest normally. Um, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it's usually eighty percent and above. Um, and, and you're talking hundreds, thousands of people coming to your, your website. I mean. I'll be lucky if I'm honest, getting maybe about twenty clicks a month through through Instagram. Like, yeah. like it's just comparatively, it, it, it's a no-brainer to me. Yeah, and what the beauty of Pinterest is that you know I wrote a blog post probably about four years ago, and it's actually the number one blog post. It's it does well. It's it's all about feeling stuck in your life and career. And from Google and Pinterest, I mean, that I made it, I wrote that blog post four years ago and those pins are still getting action and driving them to the blog post after like, whereas Instagram, if you got, you know, you do an Instagram live, you'd have to keep promoting that Instagram live over and over and over again, actively promote it where Pinterest, I just left a pin there. I create new pins every once in a while for it, but it just drives the traffic to that blog post. So um, so you're not constantly having to create new content over and over and over again. Cause I feel like, and I started my business with Pinterest. I had bought, um, I had bought a boot camp about blogging and Pinterest or something. It was either for Pinterest or blogging, but it had, it was, I think it was Pinterest. It was like using Pinterest to promote your blog or something like that. And that it was how I started my business was blogging and using Pinterest. And that's all I did. I didn't, know how to use Facebook and Instagram at the time. Um, and so there's like this beauty of, you know, things you create, you don't have to keep, oh my gosh, what blog post do I need to write this week? Oh, what, you know, if you skip a few weeks, you have all this content already banked that's still getting the traffic and you don't have to think, oh, what Instagram uh, IGTV training should I do? Or what Facebook live training should I do in order to get, you know, new content out there? Yeah, exactly. It takes that pressure off your shoulders to be, as you say, consistently thinking of new things to create because you can't, I mean, Pinterest loves new things, but new pins to Pinterest can be an old URL with a new image. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to think, oh God, I need to write another blog post for Pinterest because you don't, you can just use one of your old blog posts and create a new image for it and stick it on. So it does take that pressure off your shoulders to be consistently creating. And and I don't know about you, but that's probably the biggest issue I have with owning my own business is that not only are you trying to actually work with your clients and, and do 
the work that you need to do to grow your business but you've got all of this consistent content creation mm -hmm. and I love creating content don't get me wrong but when it's um consistent and you need to be keep thinking and on keeping on your toes all of the time and uh trying to think of new ways of doing things and being present on like Facebook and Instagram and then TikTok comes out Snapchat <laughs> over there and it's like you got Instagram reels and that yeah yeah <laughs> all these different tools on the same platforms it's like yeah. oh me um so yeah it can get quite overwhelming and I know a lot of people are kind of dubious to start Pinterest because let's be honest both me and you know that it can be a slow burn it's not a case of where you can open up a Pinterest account um add a couple of pins on and then you'll see all this traffic come flooding through it's that's not how it works and I always like to say um if you think of um when you put your website live um you don't suddenly expect to appear on google page number one the next day do you it unless just, you're really green in business and you really did like i did i thought oh my gosh i'm gonna put my website out there and add my <laughs> business to google and I actually got one client, two clients that way, randomly. And I, I just believe that was going to happen. I only got two clients that way, <laughs> but, but it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> you just think, oh, I've got a website now. It's all fine. Um, but no, it just doesn't happen like that. So you do have to put in a bit of effort um, to get your traction going, to build up your SEO value. And this is where I say the consistently re consistency really comes into its own um, because you want to be on Pinterest um, consistently pinning to get that um, get that uh, traffic coming through Pinterest and pinners to know what your account is about and really build up that authority to, to get the the on kind of the ongoing success that, that we've just been talking about so it does take time and I get quite frustrated because I see so many people go up oh, Pinterest I've tried Pinterest and Pinterest doesn't work for me mm -hmm. and then I'll ask a couple of questions I'm like okay so how long did you use it for like oh just a couple of weeks it's like that's never going to happen like you're never going to get traction on Pinterest in a couple of weeks typically what I say is that it'll take not to three months for you to kind of embed your your account into Pinterest and you'll see little bits of traffic coming in through three to six months it starts to build up and then six months plus is when it starts to gain a bit more life of its own mm -hmm. um and Say with my clients, I'm spending one to two hours on their accounts every week, but on my own, I can get by on doing maybe half an hour every week by just topping it up because it's so well established um, that I just kind of need to be present on there sometimes, yeah. but I don't need to be consistently on there. And that's why I kind of refer to it as an introvert's platform because on Facebook and Instagram, we've said multiple times that you've got to be on there every day, showing your face, talking, people need to get to know the real you and, and that otherwise you just don't get anything from it. Whereas Pinterest, you can be a bit behind the scenes because people yeah. are looking for kind of the solutions that you might be able to help. And yes, once you get them onto your uh, website, you, it's great to have a funnel on there so you can get them on your email list yeah, and get, get them to your blog page and they can download a freebie or they somehow 
opt in to like a pro, maybe having a free masterclass that they can sign up for or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I always say when you start on Pinterest, you need to kind of have a goal in mind. Um, what do you want them to do? Are you wanting them to get into your Facebook group? Are you wanting them to uh, buy some uh, low priced products? Are you wanting to get them um, on your email list with a freebie? And just make sure that you have that availability to them when they click on your website. Um, but make sure that um, you've got that um, accessibility. Otherwise, I suppose what you're doing is you're getting all this traffic coming to your website and then nothing's really happening with it because it's so easy for people to just click on your website and then click straight off. Yeah. So really try and make sure that you capture them in there. Um, but it, it that really helps because you don't need to be there as the face of the brand and, mm -hmm. and showing up every single day. If you've got good quality content that you're able to post on there and create new pins for, um, then you can become the authority without showing your face and, and opening up your mouth every every day, <laughs> uh, which for me is lovely because I'm not. Uh, I, I do social media because I kind of have to with my business, but I'm not a fan of it. I'd I'd rather kind of just get on in the background, do my work, do some writing, create some blog posts, get some content out there. But as when it comes to social media you need to be out there and in people's faces to get authority whereas pinterest you, you don't need to um and that is definitely leaning more towards my uh, my preference yeah 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 what is some of the resistance people have to pinterest or misunderstandings that they have about using pinterest um i think the main ones probably the first one is that they don't even realize they can use it for Pinterest because I think everyone thinks of Pinterest and they think of oh weddings, recipes, mm -hmm. home decor, things like that. Um, and yes, there is a lot of that content on there. But if you go to the search field and you type your niche into uh, into the search field, I have not found a niche yet that things don't pop up for. Yeah. So that's always what I recommend to people where they say, well, is it worth me trying Pinterest? I always say, just go to the search field and type mm -hmm. in a few words that relate to your business and see what comes up because you'll be surprised what's on there. Yeah. I mean, I've worked with multiple different people, like artists, business consultants, clothes designers, um, sewing experts, like, you name it. I mean, I've got a lady that does... Um, uh, film reviews and everything like that and it you would be surprised what you can find on there so that's usually the first kind of hurdle for people to get over is actually understanding that they there is a space for them on Pinterest yeah. just like there's a space for people on Google there's no difference yeah. um, yes there may be a much more of a presence on Google because it's much more well established but there's no reason why you can't add your stuff to Pinterest as well. And actually when you it add- you to rank on Pinterest better than on Google's, you know, it's a gamble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you've got much more competition on Google. Yeah. But actually we, by adding stuff to Pinterest, it helps your Google SEO as well. So if someone goes uh, to, to Google and types in a search term, if you know, you'll notice that Pinterest pins do pop yeah. up as options to click on. Yeah. So it does support you in your Google SEO as well, which is, as far as I'm concerned, is a huge bonus. 
Um, so that's what I always say to people is just have a play around on Pinterest and see first, because typically that is the first stumbling block is that people just think, oh, well, my niche won't be on there. It's nothing to do with weddings or food or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and that's just not the case. Um, then I suppose the second one is people thinking it's social media and just seeing it as an additional yeah. an additional platform to work on. And that's like, oh, I can't bother. Am I just going to be putting stuff out here and not getting any return from it again yeah um so those are the two biggest misconceptions about even looking at pinterest Mm -hmm. um a lot of people just don't even want to bother with it but then once they hear rumblings and they hear the benefits it could bring you start people start to to really kind of think about it maybe do I want do I want to look at it and then I think at that point the main stumbling block is people being too scared to um dive into it and research it and work out how to use it because it's not overly intuitive it's not like I think people are so well established with Facebook and Instagram now but in the early days, it was quite obvious what you had to do. You would type something in, you would maybe stick a photo on it to Facebook and, yeah. and share it. Um, Instagram, make sure you've got a good image and uh, add some words to it and stick that out there. Whereas, yeah, it's quite simple, isn't it? It's intuitive. Whereas Pinterest, I think people are just a bit like, I, I'm not sure where to start with this. And that stops people. So they can understand and appreciate the benefit of it. But the thought of learning a not so intuitive yeah. program, platform um, and to be honest, be consistent with it, as we've said, can it can take a lot of um, a lot of persuasion for yeah. some people. Um, I have to say Pinterest, I went on recently and Pinterest changed their dashboard. I couldn't find my boards. I spent 10 minutes clicking everything going but where are my boards but now it's under saved it's not even under boards it's under saved and I'm like what is happening (laughs) they don't make it used to be so much more intuitive in the business account than like there's a huge learning curve unfortunately to what Pinterest has done to its dashboard which I can I can see how if you want to promote your business how complicated they made it yeah, exactly. And I think that does put a lot of people off because they may attempt to give it a go, mm-hmm. um, but they do they do change things quite frequently. And it's been, for me, it's been much more noticeable over the past 12 to 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, they have made a lot of changes um, and they've brought out a lot of new features as well. So it, it is kind of getting your head around them and it can be difficult to to just even understand how to add a pin on sometimes. But that's kind of, that's the reason why you've got people like me to yeah. kind of demystify it for people because actually it's not that complicated. Um, and you can really put in very little effort and get a huge amount of return for it. Yes, well, it's consistent effort, yeah. but um, what you get back for it is, is 10 times more. Well, if you think about it, you can do a lot upfront So like, for instance, I know people like, oh my gosh, I can't make the graphics. Well, Canva, you know, you go on canva.com for free. They have all Pinterest templates. Like you can literally take the template image pin, add in a new photo, which they have free photos right there, type in your text without having to change anything. 
and use it. And you could make 10 to 20. This is what I used to do last year. I would lay in bed, watch a movie and I would take a blog post and I would probably make like 30 pins for that blog post that then I could pin a few a week. And, you know, there's scheduling tools, but like you can schedule them. Like you can literally sit there in an hour and create a whole bunch of pins that you don't have to pin in that moment. But you can actually schedule them or just have them ready to, you know, pin over the next few weeks, as opposed to having, because you're, you're already, you're doing what, I think the thing with Instagram and Facebook is that you always have to change your caption and your description and your, in your copy, but you're really just working off of, you know, you can have one blog post and have 30 pins with different, different uh, titles, headings, you know, keywords, whatever going to it, but from, you don't have to create one, another piece of content, you know, you can just focus on five out of five pieces of content and that's how you can drive your traffic. Yeah, exactly. And you can really pull, pull that as far, like, for example, if you've got one blog post, um, you could, like you say, very quickly create a lot of uh, Pinterest pins for that. Thirty, you do that very quickly, like you say, on Canva, like creative market and stuff. You can you can buy um, better ones, but yeah, the Canva ones and free are uh, free ones in Canva are, are perfect to start off with. Um, and then you can create thirty pins for for one particular blog post. But then you can even build up on that. So if you've got if your blog post is um, kind of four tips to uh, make any room look brighter it was a terrible blog post idea but just off the top of my head then you could create an infographic with those four tips you could do like a carousel post where it's like the ones you have on on instagram where you swipe uh, through them you could do um if you've got a video incorporated in that blog post that some people do you can add the video on to pinterest mm -hmm. um so you can see automatically by just one of blog post you can create so much content and really quickly yeah. um as well you can and take quote snippets out of the blog post and create a quote pin and get that out there um and really if you're spending more than one two minutes on creating a, a pinterest pin then yeah I, you don't need to be spending that long on it like say there's so many pre-usable templates just mm -hmm. put an image in change the word and change the colors and then get it out there and you can schedule content out. So you can schedule out two, three months in advance if you really want yeah. to. And I you mean, can I schedule out interest or tailwind, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So the, uh, I mean, I do it every week because I like to just keep an eye on the stats and see what's working, what's not for my clients and just my strategy if needed. Um, but if you want to just spend two hours on a Sunday scheduling two months worth of Pinterest uh, pins, that is perfectly doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot easier than people think. It's less time consuming. It honestly is less time consuming and probably more bang for your buck to focus on Pinterest than it is on Instagram where, you know, if somebody doesn't like your pin in the first like five minutes, they don't show it to as many people and then it's gone and it, you know, um, yeah, it doesn't yeah exactly. Like and I think when people are they think about marketing the business, the the standard things come up, don't they? Like email marketing, yeah, mm -hmm. your website and what things you can put on there, Facebook, Instagram, like they are the first things that come to people's mind. And Pinterest is always kind of a second 
like an afterthought, I suppose. Um, but really, that's why I kind of like I've tried to promote it so much because all of the traffic I get from Pinterest is free. I don't pay for any Pinterest ads. I could if I wanted to, but I don't. It's all organic. It's all free. Um, and so that it makes sense to me that you would you would even look at it just for that reason because let's be honest on Facebook and Instagram right now you you struggle to get a lot of traction on things unless you start to pay for things unless you're paying for a Facebook ad um yeah they'll push it out because they, they, you're paying <laughs> <them> <laughs> but, but I mean then it's really hard even if you're paying for Facebook ads for the right people to see it it's yeah it's a gamble yeah, exactly. Whereas with Pinterest, if you've got the right keywords in there, someone just has to type in the search terms and your pin will pop up. So yeah. it, it's... They're it, basically self-qualifying themselves as an ideal client by yeah. they're searching for stuff that you have the knowledge and experience that you're sharing. And they're already saying, no, maybe you're not a good match for them, but maybe you are. But they're already they're actually self-qualifying themselves because they're searching for what you teach or what you offer. Exactly. So you, that's why I like Pinterest so much because all of the, the contacts I get through Pinterest, I know are my ideal clients because they have actually physically went in and typed the question that I know that I can help them with. Yeah. Whereas in Facebook and Instagram, it can be difficult to, to get those people and and I know a lot of people pay attention to the follow-on numbers and things like that but actually what percentage of those people that follow you on Facebook and Instagram are your actual ideal clients I went today on Instagram and out of my followers and I'm like I know these men aren't my ideal clients they're a little little creepy (laughs) exactly I mean yeah it's quite disturbing (laughs) yeah on Pinterest um but yeah, you, you, they're automatically qualifying themselves up front to yeah. be part of your community because they have typed those words in. Um, and it takes a lot of kind of hard slog off of your shoulders because let's be honest, if they're, if they're going to Pinterest and they're typing in these search terms, they want help and support with that. They're looking to, um, to, to download resources. They're looking to maybe even part with money why wouldn't you want to be in that pool of people? Yeah. Um, just think if your competitors are on there doing exactly that, they're going to be getting this flood of people who are ready to part with their email address, yeah. um, their, their money straight through to their website. Um, whereas you, you, you're you missing out on those ideal clients basically shouting for your help by typing in the search bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on Instagram, you have to go find them. You have to look at hashtags and hope like, oh, I'll start to engage with this person and see if they're my ideal client. And it takes a lot. of. I mean, it's great. You make some friends, <laughs> but it takes like today I spent, um, I think it was like an hour and a half on Instagram, just engaging with people that were following me and people in specific hashtags, just trying to get to know, like trying to like find my ideal clients or people I could collaborate with or something like that. Whereas Instagram, they're just like, I'm the one, I'm your ideal client. You have some information that I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They come to you rather than you having to hunt them out. And again, as an introvert, that is fabulous. It is. (laughs) My dog dog agrees. Like, get on Pinterest, come on. <laughs> so for somebody starting out and isn't really active on Pinterest, um, what are some 
first steps or things that they should keep in mind to get started? Um, I always say before you start out on Pinterest is make sure you, this is kind of a, an oddball one, I suppose people wouldn't expect me to say it, but it's just to make sure that your website's optimized to use Pinterest. Mm -hmm. um, because once you start getting on Pinterest and people come through to your website, you want to be able to capture them. You don't want them to click on your pin and then just to disappear again. Mm -hmm. You want them to click on your pin, hopefully download something, join your email list uh, for a newsletter or join your Facebook group or, or like whatever your end goal is. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure that your website is optimized for that. Make sure that if you've got a, a lead magnet, get that present on all of your blog posts, on your pages, have it in sidebars. Um, what does quite, what are quite effective um, are pop-ups. I know a lot of people maybe aren't, aren't too keen on pop-ups, but they can be effective for, for growing your email list. Yeah. Um, that and the notification just, bar at the top, I know works yeah. really well for me. Yeah. Yeah, like the little ribbon along the top. Mm -hmm. So just before um, you start really being serious about Pinterest, I would always just say is go back, make sure that you've got enough opportunity for people to sign up or join anything that you've got that can help them mm -hmm. um, on your website. So that would be kind of number one for me. Um, then number two is just to get yourself set up with some little processes before you start. Find some templates that you like um, and create those up front so that enable to enable you to be um, faster and, and more productive on Pinterest is to get those um, ready made um, up front. So once you log into Pinterest, you can just add your pins and start yeah. scheduling things out. Yeah, you can go, um, as you said, like canva.com has free ones, or you can buy some some already like made ones in, in creative market.com. Uh, and the thing I think to remember about pins and people don't, you can create a template of like 10 different pin styles, but then you can use those same styles for different blog posts or YouTube videos or podcasts or whatever you're, you're driving traffic to. You don't have to make, keep reinventing the wheel. And you can see like this style with the picture here and the words here, or this type of font, get the most clicks and then start to use more of those and play around. But you don't have to, I think when I first started, I felt like every pin had to look totally different, but really yeah. for branding purposes, they, and so people like look and they're like, okay, that's, that's, that's hers. Like, you know, using the same color, like your branding colors or using the same style pins over and over again, you start to create like brand recognition. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah, right. Um, you don't have to, to reinvent the wheel every time. So set yourself up with, even if it's five templates to start off with, um, and use those and see what works the best. And I kind of, I like doing A-B testing where, um, I'll use the same pin, pin design and I'll keep everything the same, but I might change the stock image behind it mm. and see which one performs better. Or next time I might keep the stock image the same, but I might um, change the, the color of the wording, for example. Um, so I do a lot of A-B testing with my clients and my own work just to see what works and what doesn't. So you can really kind of perfect the style of pins that you use and put out into the world. Um, and know that when you put them out there, that they're going to get the maximum exposure that, that, that you want. Um, and then I suppose uh, another thing for me is, is 
in order to help with the consistency is to sign up to a schedule and program mm-hmm. um i mean the the one that i use is uh is tailwind um it is about 15 dollars a month i think um i, I converted into pounds but uh for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 15 dollars a month but it, it takes so much pressure off um off my shoulders knowing that um, I'm consistently present in my clients accounts every day without having to show up on there so I would really make sure that you've got something like that because without a schedule and program it can be quite tedious having to go into Pinterest every single day and add new pins and, and save other pins and you, you you want to set yourself up for success you don't want to start off using it by making it quite arduous and quite time consuming Um, you want to make it as easy as possible for yourself so set up those templates have a schedule and program make sure your website's optimized and then really it's just about creating those pins getting them pinned and being consistent with it yep yeah it's that simple (laughs) i mean and you can make it more more complicated but you don't even have to start you don't even have to worry about your analytics at start it's just getting Pinterest to recognize, oh, you know, she's actually a per, this is actually a business, like setting up a business account too, instead of a personal account. I remember having to change my, start a new business account because I had a personal account when I first started, but it's so, Pinterest like, okay, it's a business. Oh, she has pins. Oh, people are pinning these things. So she has, it starts to like, oh, okay. Whenever somebody searches for these things, her pin people like the most or whatever. So it's just really getting into the habit and like, you know, keeping it simple. It's kind of like when I, when I teach um, my clients how to use like Instagram or Facebook, it's like, you literally just post, like, don't make it complicated. Don't even worry about insights. Don't worry about any, if anybody likes it, it's just getting you to click the ad, add a photo, add a caption, add some hashtags, post and get into the habit. And then you add the next layer. So like for this, it's, just write your blog post or create your YouTube video or create your podcast episode, then create a pin and pin one. And then you get into the habit, then you create some more pins and then you pin one a week or whatever. You just like start small. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I would say like the first three months, yeah, really just kind of getting used to it, getting into a rhythm, becoming familiar with Pinterest and how it works and where to find things. And then kind of three months plus is where you can start being a little bit more analytic about it and going right this like doing your A B testing and things like that. But you you don't you don't need to start off with that. Don't especially when it comes to Pinterest where it can be a little bit overwhelming at first step back just create a pin get it on mm-hmm. be consistent add some more add some more um see how it goes see what's popping out and then start to build a strategy around it but you don't need to dive in head first with a massive strategy and think right i'm going to do x y and z yeah. because every account is different whatever i use on my account strategy wise i don't use for my clients because it might not work yeah. so it's all about finding out what works for your account for your clients um and really building your own personal strategy as and when you get uh you get comfortable with it i love it simple but it is something to consider pinterest is definitely worth it (laughs) for sure it is definitely so where can people find you and follow you with your so i got my website which is haleyannforster.com um, I am on Facebook and Instagram as well at Haley Ann Forster. 
Um, and I have a Facebook group called the Pinterest Marketing Society as well, which people are welcome to join. I do uh, weekly live videos in there, kind of talking anything from uh, Pinterest basics up to like full on strategy and, and kind of new tools and everything that comes out. Just anything that people want to hear, I'll do a live video on. So, um, yeah, that's every Friday I do uh, that. So, yeah, more than welcome to join the Pinterest Marketing Society. Awesome. And I'll put those in the description as well. Lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you all. If you have any questions too, go follow Haley. Um, she's happy to answer questions about Pinterest. I know I ask her questions about Pinterest all the time. <laughs> um, y'all, I'll see you all next week for uh, next po podcast episode. Bye. Hi there, I want to invite you to join me for the new Enlightened and Emboldened Entrepreneur Mentorship and Coaching Program. This program is for you if you want to find confidence in your own unique voice, what's right for you in your business, and the best way for you to connect to the people you're meant to work with. It's for you if you're ready to step into the most empowering version of yourself, the one who uses her personal life journey and all her experiences and knowledge and gifts as a stepping stone to success and a tool to catapult you to experience more in your life and business, more clients, more abundance, more influence, more visibility, and so much more joy. In this program, you'll uncover and shift the limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck in the pattern of feeling like you don't know enough to succeed right now in your business. You'll revisit your heart and soul purpose and calling and align your business design to feel right for you. We'll identify the empowering techniques and practices that will help you tap into and trust your own intuition along the way. You'll ignite your confidence so you feel fearlessly visible so you show up each day excited to share your business with the world. You're going to uncover where you're focusing on lack instead of mindset, and you'll magically see how your life is already abundant and it continues to flow to you every day. You'll feel qualified by shifting how you see and experience the highs and lows of your own life journey in a way that supports you and provides you with what you need to succeed. And finally, you'll tap into your intuition and what you truly want in life so you live your life and design your business in a way that feels perfect for you. If you're ready to join me in this expansive and empowering program, visit my website at katerinacormas.com and fill out the discovery call application and let's get started.